right, we are live and we're recording. Welcome to another episode of the Black Wall Street. Uh, my name is Habib. I am joined by my co-host. Yo. Jeff here. What's up? And we Happy have Saturday. a special guest <laughs> with us. Um, Chanel, I'll let you introduce yourself. Well, I just said your name, but <laughs> if you um, want to add anything onto that. Yeah. Um, thank you, Habib and Jeff, for inviting me today to talk with you guys um of course glad to have yeah. you my name is chanel i also graduated from the university at albany uh class of 2017 um yeah that's pretty much that's that's <laughs> it yeah like i graduated in 2017 oh, i really live in out here with a college degree i Ready live yeah that's like world. you need to know that um i live in queens in far Rockaway. Shout out to Far Rock, man. Yeah, it's the hometown. Um, I know Habib and Jeff both through NAVA. We were in NAVA together. Yeah. In undergrad. Old, old times. Yeah, good times. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll talk about other stuff later. Yep. Um, man, making me feel old when I'm thinking about college. I feel like it was <laughs> such a it was such a long and short time ago. Yeah. Um, and I think about it because I, I told you, I don't know if you know, like I have a younger sister and she's a, she's a freshman. I did hear that, yeah. She's a yeah. freshman at UA and I'm just like, <laughs> I can never, I can never, until like she's like graduating or just anything involving her, that's the only reason why I'm ever going back. I'm not going back for no right. turnups, no <laughs> um, home, homecoming is, once homecoming, like next, next weekend, yeah. No. I, I'm actually going up there in a few weeks. Yeah. For work though, for work. For work, for work. That's what you tell them as? as it's, a recruit, kinda, it's a recruiting event. I feel you know? like I kind of like aged myself faster than I should have. Like I kind of feel like right after graduation, I had no desire to, to go, go back. back yeah. yeah, like and with the sibling thing, I understand that because like you know you might want to see them or they might have things that they're doing up there that you want to go do. But just graduated. I just felt like <laughs> yeah, it's I just mean, one thing that they have, have like to a do. Major thing, <laughs> like graduate. I might like you know, I might show up or something. To graduation. What other major things? Uh, okay, okay. So maybe graduation. <laughs> nothing else. But I'll see you in four years. I just felt like I just. I have no desire to, to go. I mean, I might just be being like... Have you, have you gone back or you just... I did go back. I went back twice. Um, can't even remember what I went for. I, I'll ask... I, went, I have one thing about the uh, little sibling thing. Like I said, I'm teaching my sister has to, how to drive now. Mm-hmm. And she's over here talking about... She's 16 over here talking about... She's starting to apply to colleges. Like, oh, I want to go to Albany. I'm like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> Why? That's weird. No, no, no. And I thought about like, your, like, your sister going there. I'm like, oh, that's probably so weird for you. Yeah. Like, that's... Uh, yeah, definitely. Well, I don't really want funny. to think about it. She called me. I think this was like two weeks ago. She called me on a Saturday morning, right? She goes... There was a, there was a, there was a shooting. There was a shooting. The uh, oh, I heard about. Yeah, that. I did hear about that. Like, there was a shooting um at this club I was at. I was at. Oh god. And she was like, "Is that like? Is that a? Is that a thing? <laughs> is that normal?" And I was just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't have a, like the typical reaction. Like, oh my god, there was a shooting. Like, I was like, hmm. I had to like recall. Like, hmm. I don't recall shootings, but like that's not far fetched. Like, I, I, mean, like I, I would have just I would have switched it on her. Where you be hanging out? Right, <laughs> like, that didn't happen in my four that. years. Yeah. In my four years, I've been in gunshot free. What are you doing? Yeah. I would I would have switched on her. Like, yo, you need to yeah. you need to be in them books. Like, yeah. what are you talking about gunshots? 
I don't think anything like that has happened when I was there. But like, like you said, I can, I can believe yeah, it. Like, wait, 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 freshman year when the dead body showed up on Indian. Oh, the dead geez. body showed up. Like, I heard about that. I wasn't there. I did hear about that. A dead body in somebody's car. Yeah, you know. Wasn't remember, it like it behind was, Indian or something? Yeah, like that? it was. Yeah. Like, I remember it was the day that they were picking up the microphone. Where was was this? Like our fr- our freshman year parking lot. The parking lot, like behind Indian, they found somebody dead in a car. I remember that. Was it like an adult or like a student? I don't remember the details. I remember the dead body. That's wow. Yeah, that just got really dark. That was yeah. just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. I, I didn't hear that though. Yeah. For going back to school though, uh, <laughs> did you not feel the... I know for me, I felt the want to go back to school after like two weeks of working and waking up and like mm. it was the first rainy, rainy day and I was like, yo, I don't want to go. I don't want to leave the yeah. crib. And I was like, if I was in school right now, I wouldn't be leaving yeah, the crib. I would just stay in my but I know how to get get my ass up to go to work. Did that ever happen to you? Well, did you I guys mean, ever did you guys ever like, feel that? Not too bad. Like if it was raining outside, I would just feel like I don't want to get up. But ultimately, like because I had to, I would. So I wouldn't let the feeling like, you know, marinate. But yeah. you know, I mean, those are the days I miss school. That's the thing, because you can't like and it, it it sucks. Like I'll wake up, right? And it's like I have no other option. Like you, you have to do no, 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 no. You do have an option. I'm a, I'm a grown man. I can, I can do what I want. I can, I can do what I it's want. Always have an option, but it's not favorable in yeah. the sense that it's like you know when you have when you're in school, it's like all right, we have um you know there's certain classes. It's easier to like, make up. Yeah, yeah you know, there'll be professors that give you like all right, you have three three or so days to you know where you don't have to show up and it'll be good. Or like, class I'll where, use one of my three days. Classes where there's no no attendance at all. Yeah, I'm absolutely not going. Like. So like no for work it's uh, it's annoying that's just the part that got me missed school and then like when I first started working maybe around like three o'clock I'd get tired that was usually my not even three o'clock like before like lunch I'm just like I'm actually really tired like (laughs) it felt really no like the last like two years of college I scheduled to have like a break around that time and And then it was always be like that'd be my nap time because that's when the lunchroom was empty so I got to class around like at two fifteen two o'clock time (laughs) I'd go get the empty lunchroom then I'd go nap until like evening (laughs) evening activity like. And it was like, yo, around three o'clock, I just got really tired at work. It's like, yo, damn, this is this is terrible. We still, got, we still got a couple more hours to go. That's through. right. Like, yo, we're not done yet. We're not we're not packing up. Uh, it's it's and the thing is, like for me, like, I think I finally it was when I found um, I think it was after uh, after that first summer, right? It was all right. Everyone's going back to school, and it's like, oh shoot, mm-hmm. this ain't an internship anymore. <laughs> like, this is real. This is real life. Like this is uh, this is what it is from now until ever. <laughs> no, in that aspect, I think it happened uh, in the winter time because you know we've done internships before. You just pull up to work, but then it was like. I was pulling up to a work building with a coat on. What do I do with my coat? <laughs> That's what I know. It's here too long. Where do I hang with my coat? Like, this is uncharted territory. So oh, for me, it would be this. like, I would have to wear like flats or something at work. Yeah. And I would like go to work in my Uggs. And I'm like, do I have to like put my flats on before I leave my house? Yeah. Like, it was like that kind of struggle. Like, oh, man. Nah, it, it's, it's, uh, it's quite a transition. So one of the reasons why um, I wanted us to talk to Chanel was uh, Chanel did uh, Teach for America mm-hmm. right after college. And I just wanted you to sort of just shed some light on how that experience has been um, for you. Yeah, I mean, um, 
like before I applied or anything. I think you should start by explaining what Teach for America. I love oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not you. I guess I'm, that's not, I'm not talking to you. So Teach for America is a nonprofit organization. It's nationwide, um, and they basically hire teachers to work in low-income neighborhoods um, for two years. So while you're partnering with them, they find a school for you to work at, and you teach whatever grade you choose to teach. Yeah. For two years in like these like poverty stricken neighborhoods or whatever. So the neighborhood I work in is Brownsville in Brooklyn. Um, other people, there's a lot of schools that have like low income in the Bronx. So a lot of teachers work in the Bronx, um, Harlem. There's like a few Brooklyn neighborhoods, um, and then of course it's across the whole country. So in other states, the other neighborhoods that are. Like, so question: Did you get preference in terms of like? Cause I know that you like just mentioned it's across, yeah. the, across the country, like. Was it a situation where you could have been placed in? Yes, yes. So I actually... Oh, they could have moved you? Yeah. So I kind of got, like, really lucky yeah. when I applied and I was talking to my recruiter and everything. I was basically, like, talking to her, like, I want to stay in New York. Like, this is where I live. This is where I want to continue to live mm-hmm. for, like, the next few years of my life, at least. Um, so, like, how do I get around that? And she was telling me, like, most mm-hmm. people, when they apply, they put New York on, like, their high preference because yeah, it's a big city. <laughs> like, if you're coming from somewhere that's, like, a small town, you want to go to New York because yep. it's, like, the big city or whatever. It's a big change for you. So, I mean, me being from here, I'm like, I don't want to go anywhere else. Like, I want to stay here. So, when you apply in the application, you have to list out, like, 10 of your top preferences. Mm-hmm. I put New York as my first, and then... New York would be my one, two, and Yeah, like, I mean, I can only do that as my first, but... So, two what were your other cities? Um, okay. I Wait, think is it city-based or state-based? So there's, that's a huge difference. So some states have multiple cities. Okay. So, like, New York has New York City and Buffalo. And then, uh, um, yeah, like, <laughs> another state, like, California might have Los Angeles and, like, I don't know, San Diego or something like that. Like, they have, you know, but some states only have, like, one place. But anyways, I put, like, New York, um, I put Philly... I put Jersey because it's close to New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put um, the whole northeast. I put DC. I remember putting DC. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the order, but these were like my top. Did you say Philly? I did say Philly. Did yeah. you put LA? I did not put LA. I I think if I did, I don't remember that I did, but if I did, it was probably like nine or something. Like I oh yeah, it was ten. It was ten. It was ten. Uh, it was out of ten. Yeah, oh, okay. I did not really want to go there. Um, so if they did move you, like, do they help you like pay for like relocation? Yeah, they give you stuff? something called transitional funding. So um, if you're moving like out of the state, yeah. your money is going to be like, of course, more. But if you're staying, they give you like. For me personally, I got like six thousand okay. dollars. So like, they're saying like, if I wanted to like. Situate yourself. Sit my situate yeah. myself in New York, but um, I heard of people getting like ten thousand if they come from like out of state or something like that. Uh, so that, that makes sense. They definitely do help you, and some of it is loan, so you do have to pay it back. But okay. most of it for me was grants, so I just oh, that's that many. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And, and so you um, so you work in Brownsville, and uh, you're teaching what what level? I teach preschool. So um, preschool is from. Preschool twos, preschool threes, and preschool fours, which is like pre-K, and then we're getting ready to go to kindergarten. So is that age? Yeah, it goes by age. So what I teach right now is preschool threes. So I teach three and four-year-olds. Okay. Um, and then the grade above me is pre-K, which is like four and five, and they're getting ready to go to kindergarten. So, I mean, when you when they're training you, they train you to teach pre-K students. Yeah. But whatever like school hires you, they have their own situation going on. So there were no vacancies for the preschool class, the pre-K classrooms. 
which is why I got a preschool classroom. Okay. It's it's in the world of preschool. It's kind of like there's levels. So, so <laughs> would you say preschool is um was that like uh, I don't know was it, was it choices again um in terms of like preference like hey I want to teach and it, it works from I'm assuming preschool through twelve. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. um, <laughs> not every state has preschool, though. New York does have it because they have this new initiative. I don't know if you see, like, the signs, pre-K for all, 3K for all. I haven't, I haven't paid attention. Like, I think I've paid so much attention just because, like, I'm in that, yeah, in that, in that field, sis, yes, like, situation, so I, like, I look for it. But, um, like, if you're applying to Teach for America New York, you have preferences of the grades that they provide in New York, so... From early education, which is preschool, up until twelfth grade high school, so and I chose is, is that, Okay, so that yeah. was the only choice. I chose okay. preschool, yeah. So for Teach for America, do you have to have like a education background, or like no. what was your major <laughs> back in college? No, so it's so weird. Like before, like applying to Teach for America, I had absolutely no desire to be a teacher, <laughs> and it's just like I just did that's not. I've always loved kids, and that's the thing. Like I love working with kids, but I never like saw myself in that setting with kids like I never saw myself like in a classroom teaching kids but um when I found out about Teach for America and I learned more about them I was interested so I was like you know I'm gonna apply and I my major in school was psychology Mm -hmm. and my minor was sociology and I had absolutely no education classes like I just did not do anything education related but they still accepted me and the thing is all you have to have is a bachelor's Mm -hmm. and depending on what your bachelor's bachelor's is in and what you studied while you were in school they determine what you're able to teach. So oh, I guess from what I studied, I was able to teach like certain grades. Yeah. Um, but I know people who study like biology or whatever or chemistry and they're able to teach teach like a higher level, higher level mm-hmm. science okay. or something like that. So it not necessarily have to be education, but just what you studied and what you kind of know. Yeah. That that makes sense. So did you um, you know, stepping into this uh did you receive any like additional training? Um <laughs> just going from a college student it's like all right yeah so like after graduation i kind of had like a month off before i did anything so i was like my month to just like chill before like work life started and um they have this thing called institute which is like six or seven weeks of like hardcore training like your first day is like orientation welcome to teach for america Mm -hmm. yada 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 and then like the next day from like 7 30 a.m to 5 30 p.m every day for the next six seven weeks you have like intense training and then like i think maybe the first week or two weeks i can't remember the first two weeks or whatever um it's like they're teaching you what you need to prepare yourself for yeah. and then after the first two weeks you do like summer school like you teach summer school oh, wow. so um i taught preschoolers in that first summer and as i was teaching it was like they taught you what you need to fix or what you need to continue to do and how to fix X, Y, and Z. And, um, yeah, so those were, like, an intense, like, I, seven I, weeks I, in the I, summer. I, I, had, I had a rough summer that summer, so, <laughs> Thinking yeah. everything is going to be great. So, all right, so this, so this summer, did you have additional training? No, or? once you have that first okay. training, you start at your school, and yeah. then the school takes over from there. So you enjoy the, because this is why I always, like, or thought in my head that teaching wouldn't be a bad gig, because, like, <laughs> I looked at it like, yo, like, this is the only time you're gonna get summer vacations. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so used. Like right now, I work all year round, so mm-hmm. it's like when you get you get your allotted time off, and that's pretty much it. But like to have a whole summer off, that's uh, yeah, amazing. That's uh, yeah, that brings me back. To I mean, okay, so yes, 
that is amazing. And I think yeah. a lot of people who teach would love that. Um, unfortunately, right. I'm not one of those teachers that get that kind of like schedule. Um, I work in an early education center, so we're open year round and oh, we're wow. open <clears throat> like 10 hours a day. Um, we don't work the full 10 hours a day, but we Dream have like shatters. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I don't have like, I don't have like winter break. I don't have like, it's not like that. Oh, winter break? Yeah. No, it's just like, yeah, the, the preschool kids need a break too. So, wait, wait, so you're in, so the kids can be off, but you're still, working. the kids can stay home if they chose to. Like yeah. a lot of them have older siblings who are in public school. So mm -hmm. they end up don't coming when they're. Big siblings don't come or go to school them. exactly so like the attendance is low but we we're still open still kids do still come um yeah so i don't have that luxury and at first i was kind of bitter i'm like you know damn like i really wish i had summers off or whatever yeah. um but i kind of got used to it and like you said you work year-round so that's what my mentality yeah, is like if i had a job outside <laughs> of this i would still be working the whole year so yeah. i don't really like let it bother me anymore it would be nice. Yeah. If I had any other job, like jobs work year round. There's no other job that I can think of besides like teaching. Yeah. That doesn't, you know, go to work all year. So, you know, it could have been my life if I chose something else to teach, but it's not, unfortunately. I definitely, definitely feel you on that. So, how have you liked it? This is your second year teaching, right? Yes, my second year. I like it a lot, actually. And the kids that I work with, they're so young that people kind of get, like, turned off. They're like, oh, I don't know how you can work with kids that young. Because some of them, they're, like, crying. It's bad, just bad little kids. So I don't like to call them bad. I like to call them <laughs> kids sorry. with challenging behaviors. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, like, no, that's the way you have to look being, at it. Yeah, being that's the way that mindset has really changed. You see like, them every you know? day. You can't look at a little kid that you have to see yeah, every day. Yeah, you like, know, and a little bad it. little kid. Yeah. yeah, like a lot of their behavior that they do have that's bad is like learned behavior. So they see exactly. someone acting like that, and that's the environment that they're used to. So that's how they act. So I like to. I like to believe that those things can be adjusted, you know, to the I, right. I really, I really intrigued by how you balance that, because like me, I like, I like, I like kids too. Like yeah. when I was younger, I used to always work at summer camps, like I work yeah, at daycare. Like, yeah. um, I'm not sure if you know like junior achievement, no. but it's like uh, basically having corporations send like their employees to go teach like business foundational stuff to right. their schools. Um, it's like I did it with my job like a couple of weeks ago. I went to go teach fourth grade in some public school in Queens. Um, but I don't, like, my thing with teaching is, like, I would love to do it, but I just don't think I have, like, the patience yeah. to, to <laughs> educate, yeah, to, yeah. To, to properly, to responsibly and properly yeah. educate someone else's kids. Because I know, like, you can't talk, to, like, even from being, like, at summer camp with children, especially because, like, I was a teenager at the time, it's like, you can't talk to the kids in your family the way you talk to exactly. the other oh, people's oh, kids. Because, no, 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 yeah. like, that's gonna, like, I wouldn't, that wouldn't fly if you talk to my, like, little right, sister right, anyway right. at crazy. Right. But I can talk to my little sister anyway crazy. So, like, I would have trouble balancing that, like, line right. for a full year, like, for a full mm -hmm. school year. Like, how have you, like, been <clears throat> able to get through that? So, like, <clears throat> during our institute, <clears throat> one of, like, the first things that they spoke to us about is, like, building a foundation so before you can even think about how can i teach this to kids or like what's my classroom gonna look like before any of that you have to like think about building a foundation with the kids and the family so like you have to go into their into your like setting like knowing that you have to have good relationships with these kids because like before if you don't build a good relationship you can't do any of that so like if a child comes in and they have like all these challenging behaviors or whatever and they're like you know 
quote unquote bad, you can't do anything until you have a good relationship with them. So like you have to work on that first. So like I, I, I talk to my kids how I talk to my kids and they respond the way I expect them to respond because we have good relationships. So mm-hmm. it just works out like if you build that foundation like first. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and like when I get new kids, because um, they come in like they don't come in all at one time. Some kids come like you know later on in the school year. Like you can see the clear difference because they don't know me and they don't know like anybody in this this so, building. So they, they, they kind of act how they act because they that's have, just they don't have the brainwash. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Yeah. So we have to like you know mold them and get them to like trust us and you know know us. I guess or whatever. So a question um, that I have, and I think that we're, I mean, we're, we're, we're adults, but we're not like, um, I don't think we're that far removed where we don't remember our childhood. Mm-hmm. So what sort of thing, you know, elementary, I still can remember certain things from mm-hmm. elementary school. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you sort of um, see that varies in, the, in today's children that's different from when you were that age, from what you can remember? Um, from when I was, well... I don't think I remember much from when I was my kid's age. Um, But I don't know. I think kids are like, they're more, what's the word? Like, they have more, like, access to different things. So, like, they're exposed to, like, a lot more things than we might have been exposed to. Um, Like, even my my nephew, for example, like, he's six Mm -hmm. right now. And he knows, I feel like he knows way more about things that are going on in the world than I did. Like, he has an iPad. Like, he just, I don't know. He knows how to use YouTube. Like, I just felt like I did not know how to none do of, any of that, of that beforehand. I just think that they're more, like, they're, they're, I guess, maturity. I can't find a better word. It's, like, more Do you, do you think more that's more than I was Do you think that that's uh, a good thing or a bad thing? Because I look at it, you know, I think our generation, we're the last generation to really be outside. Like, mm-hmm. we, we were... Mm-hmm. playing you know playing basketball or playing double dutch or playing yes. hopscotch, whatever the case may be <laughs> yeah. we're just outside all the time yeah. i don't know how much that applies to today's kids i think from you know the outside looking in i don't i don't i don't really interact with uh, any kids besides like my little my little cousins <laughs> and stuff but yes. like they seem to again the ipads they seem easily distracted yeah so like they, i don't i don't know if they have that sort of the, the social skills i don't think it's on par with um, what we have. Right, I 100% agree. Like, even though my kids are, like, really young still, um, you know, some of them have told me, like, I'm bored or something like that. And you're in, like, you're in, like, a classroom full of toys, like, and we have, like, a playroom in the back of our class. Like, you know, just things that we would probably be so excited to to deal with and stuff like that. Well, not all of my kids. I, I had this happen to me, like, once before. But it really stuck with me because I'm like, how can you feel like you're bored or like you have nothing to do when you have all these toys like all these things that you like should be dying to go play with and they're just like and they get really tired really fast and like when we go outside some of them just like don't i I don't know i don't get it i don't know like i try to put myself in a like a four-year-old's position like when i was four and my parents took me to the playground i would go crazy you have all the energy in the world yeah and most of my kids do but the ones that don't i just i can't understand why yeah so I I agree with that. Like I feel like it might just hinder them a little bit. That's because I was listening to this. Um, I was listening to this podcast where they were talking about it was like a family oriented podcast, and they were talking about uh, their kids. Right, it was this couple talking about their kids, and they said that like, they noticed this trend where I think they have a two, two and three year old, mm-hmm. or three or four year old, I forget. But they have iPads, right? Mm-hmm. 
and they're like, I don't know if you've seen this, but like instead of playing with their toys, they're watching like YouTube footage of, <laughs> kids, of kids playing, playing with, with toys. toys. Yes, instead of actually playing with toys. Yes. Oh my god! Like they're like famous kids on YouTube that yeah. get toys from these companies that send them toys. They open up the toys, they talk about the toys, and they play with them on camera. And kids watch the videos <laughs> of the kids playing with the toys, and that's like super intriguing for them. Like. <laughs> they don't even I don't even know if they want the actual toy. I think they yeah. just wanna like you know, watch these kids. And I actually I didn't watch the video but I saw like the you know, like the how they have a side panel mm -hmm. or whatever. And there was one video that had like almost a billion views of these this kid Jeez. like playing with toys on YouTube. I cannot believe I cannot believe it. Like and they like literally lay on the couch on the iPad and watch these kids and just press that's, video after video after video. That's wild. It is crazy. <laughs> it is very crazy. But hey, I mean, I guess that's the times that we're in. I'm sure when we were younger, there were things that we probably did that, yeah. you know, yeah. the other generations were like, how can they do that? I so I'm going back to teach them for a bit. Uh, <laughs> do you have to, like, come up with lesson plans for the kids? Mm -hmm. Yeah. How, how, what is that like? Um, <laughs> so we use a curriculum. So mm. the curriculum basically tells us what we're, our aim is to teach, like, what we want them to, to get out of the study or whatever. And sometimes we have to come up with our own activities to do, um, but most of the time it's outlined for us. We just have to apply it to our own kids or whatever. And is that like on like a, how like frequently is that? Every week. I'll say like a new thing every week. Well, like, so in my classroom we do studies. So, okay, right now we're studying trees. So mm -hmm. we're teaching everything the kids need to know about trees. Like, um, how trees grow, how, how the leaves change, how they fall, how they change throughout the seasons, um, stuff like that. So that's like for like a month, we'll work about trees. Mm -hmm. And then each week in the month, we're focusing on a different aspect of trees. Um, and then each day in that week, it's like a different Something activity mm -hmm. about that weekly idea. It's just like, okay. there's a big idea and every day we're working on a different part of that. So it's idea. like outlined for you then? Yeah, All yeah. Right. but we just have to come up with like how we're going to execute it or whatever. Right. That's something else that I feel like is like hard when it comes to teaching, it like is, coming up with like lesson plans and like how to. Best, yeah, like, I think before I started teaching, I did not know how like creative I could get, and then like <laughs> once I was forced to become creative and to do things that would like keep my kids' attention, I realized oh like this will be fun, or mm -hmm. I I think of things like much faster now. Like things just come to me that had them like engaged. Yeah, and yeah, and that's the thing. You want them to be engaged. You want them to enjoy learning and have fun. And think that learning is like the bomb, like that they're having so much fun learning, yeah, about trees or whatever. Now, does your school like uh, use any uh, technology in the curriculum? Mm, yeah, we have we have a teacher's computer and then we have a kid's computer. Mm -hmm. um, we're well, we're trying not to let them use the computer so much because they're like regulations they're young, about so, mm -hmm. how much like time, screen time they, they call it, be, yeah, yeah, that be. kids should have. And what we're realizing is that they have so much screen time at home that we don't want to give them too much in mm. school because it does affect them in ways that we don't really want to promote. So oh. um, we do have it, but we don't really like when I, you know, let that be so strongly embedded in our class and culture. I remember when we were sense. kids, I don't know if y'all remember it, um, but there was, uh, in, term, in terms of like computers, there were the iMacs, like, the ones that like the colored ones with the backs. You mm -hmm. know those? Yeah. I used to I remember like doing mm. the um what's it called like, it's like different art art programs and stuff. Like different like art like drawings and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um but it's just it's just like the way technology has just changed over 
over the course of pretty much little time. Yeah, it like, happened very fast. <laughs> yeah. And do so. I, I know it's, it will be a little bit young for for three to four year olds. Mm-hmm. But does does anyone have uh, phones yet? Or no, 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 they do not have phones. No, but they know how to work them for sure. Like <laughs> actually, like I wear my Apple Watch to to work uh, every day. And one of my kids, she like is she really wants to be all up in my Apple Watch. Like she knows how to press it. She knows what the buttons do. Like. And whenever, like, I take my phone out to take pictures or something, they always, like, let me see the picture. Like, they know how to, like, you know, work around the phones. But none of them have phones or anything like that. So That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they know what is, like, they know what it is. They know how to work it. Yeah. They know what to do. But, you know. Because their parents give it to them. Because I've mm-hmm. seen, I've seen, like, aunts and uncles just, like. Give them the phone. Give them the phone. Yeah. And they, like, they know how to work apps and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know. I remember, like, one time, like, a year ago, my nephew, at the time he was five. Yeah. Um, I gave him my phone. I think I was driving or something. I gave him my phone and um, to let him play games or whatever. And then he was like, auntie, like, your your passcode went away. So I had to, like, put my thumb back, okay. and, like, back in the car to let him, like, get into my phone. And then it wasn't working. Like, the angle wasn't working. So I get my phone back. And this little boy is like in the app store trying to get me to purchase Minecraft for like $7.99. Like, he's like, yeah, I need your thumbprint to make this purchase. And I'm like, he really tried to get me. Like, if, if I didn't see, I would have really been paying $8 for this stupid game. Like, he really tried to get me. And I don't Kids, are, kids are smart. They're, they, they're very they're smart. Right. No, I won't say smart. I said they're sneaky. They're, they're, they're sneaky because they're so smart. Like, they know how to, like, they know how to get what they, they want. They know what you don't know. Yeah. yeah they're, they're, they're smart. And I'll, just, I'll tell a story. When I was, um, I barely remember, but I've been told numerous times as, uh, as I've aged. Um, so when I was, I believe I was four years old at the time, so preschool, um, I, re- I recall there was a bake sale the next day at school, mm-hmm. right? And I knew that my dad had like this, I guess, either like a robe or something where he kept money. I don't know, like, I think he used to, like, we used to get, like, newspaper delivered, and he used to, like, give money to the newspaper. Mm-hmm. So I just knew that money was in that robe. So, this big sale the next day, and I remember thinking that, oh, like, because he was always, like, stingy with giving me things. So, mm-hmm. I was just like, you know, I'll just take some of the money, just a little bit of money, and, you know, go to my big sale the next day, and I'll be, you know, eating my cookies and cupcakes and all that good stuff. So, me thinking, right, <laughs> I thought each... Each um each bill was a dollar, and they were all twenties. So I took twenty twenty dollar bills. Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't have so much money. Yeah, why, why, does, why does why does his robe have like thousands of dollars? What are we doing? So like, what's going? On? I think he's getting more than just the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> like, the so, newspaper is not that much money. Where you need to so, that's enough newspaper for a year. Like yeah. So I took four hundred dollars. Um to school the next day and the whole time I had my hand in my pocket like the whole time just holding on to that money and like one of my teachers was like what's in we'll oh your, we'll your pocket or whatever and um, they saw all the money and their concern was like where where is a little boy getting this, money, getting this money so they're thinking that maybe like something at home where like they're using me to sort of like mm-hmm. some like drug dealing or something mm-hmm. right oh my god like <laughs> explains the music earlier Going back to his childhood. Drug dealing music. So, and then on the other hand, so my parents are just like, my dad is like flipping out, like, yo, where is, where's is his money? Like, where's, where's the money? Like, he didn't know where my, where his money was. So, um, the teacher, very nice teacher, like, didn't like, she could have easily just 
kept that money in. Like, right. You know? Well, she couldn't have. She could have. I mean, if, if you were verbal, no, because you would have been like, oh, my teacher, whatever. Yeah. But if you were just like a little kid who didn't know what was going on, like, she could have easily kept it pushing. Like, and, and nobody would have known. Yeah. yeah. So, um, they called they call my, my, my dad in and uh, tell him, like, yeah, your son had $400. <laughs> His pocket. And, and like my dad so my dad was like like where did you like where did you get this no 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 so I, I, let me back let me backtrack a little my dad had asked me i think i think um i think it was like a, a, over a two-day type thing because i think my dad my dad had asked me he goes you know my money is missing like mm-hmm. where like where he had asked me about it mm-hmm. and i said um an uncle an uncle came Oh my god, look at you. <laughs> like, look so at like this kid. This when kid. when the whole thing got situated and he found out that like, it was for me, he was just like he wasn't really upset that, you know, about the money, but he was like, yo, like, yo, my, yo, my, yo, my son, my son is lying. Like robbing me and lying about it. Is what he was asking. Yeah, you did rob him. Like. I did rob him. I did rob him. <laughs> but I really just thought it was I thought it was one, I thought each one was a dollar. So you took twenty dollars still. You could have took one dollar. That's still stealing. Just, That's still <laughs> stealing. My God, you be lit for the big sale. Stealing twenty and stealing for a hundred. All your classmates would have been eating great. Yo, yeah, I thought twenty dollars would be lit for the big sale. You would have sold them out. Yeah. <laughs> no. You would have. But oh uh, not like that. It's just interesting because, like you, like we said, like kids are. They know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They know absolutely what they're doing. Kids are just liars. I don't know, like, I don't know where that behavior, like, because behavior is learned. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, like, it just doesn't come out of nowhere. So I don't know where I picked up on that. Like, I don't know if I was watching TV and just, like, got that. You probably just knew that money could get you what you wanted. And yeah. you wanted something <laughs> from that bake sale. So you were like, hey, put two and two together. I don't think I, I ended up getting it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't make it to the bake sale? Bake sale at the end of school? You got got before the end of the day? Oh, yeah, that's the, that's the irony, man. But I remember those. I remember the bake sales. I remember um, the Scholastic book sales. Oh, do they yeah. still do those? Uh, yeah, I think so. Those those were um, I remember those yeah, those were those were like good times. Like I, you know, I used to love those, but I can never buy anything because my mom would never give me. So yeah, you know, that's, oh man, yeah. I only got it's books from there like the one time that the book fair overlapped with like a parent teacher meeting or PTA mm, meeting, uh-huh. and my mom was on site, and I I'm see. like, yo, mom. Please. Please. please, I made I made a scene please. in front of the book fair. She had to. She felt bad for not buying anything, so she got guilted into it. Oh, oh my gosh! You gotta finesse the system sometimes. Kids are the biggest finessers out there. You really no, make it like absolutely. you needed this book yeah, for real. Like I will die without this book. We cannot. Yeah, but read. that's cool though because it's a book fair, and you like want something from the book fair so bad that it was probably like, saying silly. I feel like it, it might have been like a sticker book. I feel like with the Captain still, Underpants book. Like, <laughs> I, I was really <laughs> making the Captain Underpants. Oh my god! Yeah. And my mom hated those. Yeah. <laughs> I really silly. thought it was one of those books because she was against those big time. Those, those weren't books. Those were just those were like comics. Right. Yeah, it was like jokey. My mom tried to make me get write a book report one time, and I gave her a book report on that, and she almost beat me. That's a well deserved beating. Yeah, those books had like over a hundred pages. They were it was a book. Um, nah, that, that, that that's. Uh, <laughs> But uh, all right, so we just to just to switch, we're gonna switch gears a little bit. Um, so we just wanted to talk some current events, what's been going out, what's been going on in the world. Um, I'm constantly always glued to, I'm always constantly glued to the news for work reasons, mm-hmm. and just like my phone, I feel like I'm always just like in tune with what's going on in the culture and just mm-hmm. in the, our country in general. 
So um, basically, you spend a lot of time on Twitter. Yeah, I do. I, I do. So, I'm yeah. a Twitter. I'm a Twitter whore. Um, so just wanted to clarify. Yeah, of people. course. Go, please. By all means. <laughs> um, so one of the big stories that's been in the news in the last, uh, I guess, two three weeks, maybe maybe yeah, about more. Two, three weeks, or close to a month approaching, yeah. um, was the Brett Kavanaugh uh, um, confirmation. And I'm sure all the listeners know the situation where, you know, Brett Kavanaugh, um, who was a justice on the United States, I want to say, I forget what district circuit or circuit district courts, mm-hmm. I might be butchering that name, but it's the second highest court in the nation. Um, he got appointed by Donald Trump to be on the Supreme Court to take um, Justice Kennedy's uh, position. Mm-hmm. And uh, so confirm- the, the Senate in confirmation hearing was going well. Up until a point where there were allegations of se- sexual misconduct mm-hmm. um, that dated back to when he was uh, 17 years old and in, and in high school, um, and then there were several other allegations that uh, came forth afterwards. And there was, I guess, a time period about a week or two where they had to do an FBI investigation. It was looking a bit shaky mm-hmm. as to whether he would be appointed, and uh, you know, he was appointed regardless of those uh, accusations. So. Um, I mean, we we live in a very interesting time. I think yeah. this with the with the Me Too movement, um, and I've had this conversation personally with a lot of my male friends, and I always try to like I've been trying, especially within the last couple of weeks, to get more of uh, a female perspective on things. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to get you know both of your <coughs> perspectives, but uh, most, I'm not a female. But, yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I didn't mean it like that. I, 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 I just, like just want to clarify. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a female perspective on the situation. I, I apologize. Okay. Um, I didn't mean it like that, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. But uh, just just wanted to get your takes on, like, again, because we're, we're living in this interesting time. So I, I don't think it's the same sort of just, like, the way things are viewed is completely different from the way it was two, even two, three years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. I, my thing is, um, like, I just saying, like, with the Me Too movement, it's, like, changed a lot of people's, like, outlook on both sides about, like, women accusations and, like, men being proven, um, you know, guilty on things that are hard to prove. But I think that right now it might be, like, a, a weird time for men because people say you can get accused for doing something and, mm-hmm. like, off the bat, people just assume that you're guilty because that's what, like, you know... It's been, but um, I think that it's always been a scary time for women. Like, for as long as women have been on this green earth, like, things happen and you have to, like, you know, protect yourself. And, you know, things things happen to women all the time, every day. And, you know, unfortunately, there are women who make false accusations. But I think that the women who come forth after, you know, time has passed and... It, it, it might be hard for women who have gone through that to come out. And when they do, for them to be, like, you know, kind of bashed about what they say, it's probably even harder. Um, with this Brett Kavanaugh situation, though, I think it's just, like, super unfortunate because... Um, what's her name? Christine? Black Christina Ford. Christine Ford. Dr. Yeah, Ford. Dr. Ford. Um, this happened, like, over, what, 30 years ago? 30, yeah, yeah, over 30 Over years 30 ago. years ago. There's, like, no proof, no witnesses mm-hmm. to come forward. Um, and she's just coming to say that, you know, she was assaulted and it's just like, let's say these accusations are true. Yeah. There's no way for her to prove this. Like, it's like her case is just kind of like, you know, you said this, that this happened to you, but no one is like there to back you up on it. 
and this guy has like so much power and people who are like not here for what you're talking about and ultimately like he still got he still got he still, still got, got appointed, appointed so yeah. let's say that this really did happen for her to go through all of that um and then him still come out on the end like you know victor and you know what's the word victorious 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 yeah. um that would be hard for her but if it didn't i mean i guess we can't speak on that because we don't know we don't we, that that's that's what know. makes it such an interesting case is that we there's no uh sure way to sort of just measure it and, and get a conclusion um from from just me watching the whole situation like i initially i was you know being a male like you you think about these dangerous times in the sense that once you're sort of you know once an accusation is out there right mm-hmm. doesn't have to be proven my initial thoughts is like how damaging that could be for a male's career absolutely but i spoke to i spoke to my mother about the situation. Mama and Beeb's on the trap. And she acknowledged and Mama <laughs> had for us. And she and she um she mentioned to me how it's 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 so hard for a woman to come forth with that. Like mm-hmm. it's not an easy thing. Mm-hmm. So like she you know she was under the assumption that it, it did happen. Mm-hmm. That she she completely believes it did happen. And but like just hearing my mom say like you know giving me that reminder that for women to come forth with that, it's a lot. how difficult it is, yeah. that made me just look and reevaluate it completely different. Yeah. Like I looked at them like, you know, maybe maybe there's maybe there's more to this right. than, than meets the eye. Um, so in my like if I had to give a do I believe it or not, I do I do believe it that it happened. But mm-hmm. I think also from because I watched both of their testimonies, um, Courtesy of CNN. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh <laughs> Shameless plug. Shameless plug. <laughs> um, I watched both of their testimonies, and I think, ironically, they both could truly believe what they're saying is correct. I think is that, that what everybody's testimony is. No, 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 no. You can you can lie under oath, but I'm saying that like she undoubtedly believes he was the uh, perpetrator, mm-hmm. but he also he, it could be a case where he doesn't remember because mm-hmm. I do think that. You know, he lied, or not say lied, but just uh, misrepresented how much he drank mm-hmm. back in his youth. Mm-hmm. So it could be a case where he was intoxicated, he blacked out, or just seriously does not recall that, that uh, incident. So I think in a, it, it it could have been like um, it could have actually occurred, but when they were actually giving t- testimonies, I think they were both could have been truthful in terms of their what, what they believe ha- uh, happened or didn't happen right so i look at it though but at the end of the day like at first i really did think that no there's no way there's no way he's gonna get a phone and i believe i that. thought that too i really was like there's no like my thing was like let's say no one ever came up with any proof ever mm-hmm. like there was just nothing that ever proved it the fact that this is even happening uh, yeah and yeah. this you're like trying to be appointed to the supreme court i feel like that on its own would be like enough to kind of be like you know what let's just not even deal with this let's not even like let's just pick someone else there's so, there's so like, many <laughs> other justices exactly that, like, yeah it's like all right next next one exactly. on, the, on the list like exactly. it's it's so many other ones that could have followed so i'm looking at the situation like you know and i'm not I'm, i don't get into the into the politics of you know oh uh conservative liberal judge i'm not mm-hmm. going to get into that uh, but we knew that we know who the president is we mm-hmm. know what who's going to be appointed it's going to be a conservative judge but I'm looking at it like, why, why are Republicans ready to pretty much die by it? Like, they're ready to, like, yeah. die on this guy's name. Mm-hmm. Like, there's hundreds of right. other conservative, so, like, well-qualified judges on. that could have been appointed. Yeah. 
So I didn't understand that aspect. But um, yeah, I, I just didn't think like it was just off the allegations alone. I just thought maybe it was probably just like, all right, we'll just go. We'll, pick with we'll, move, yeah. we'll move with another name. Yeah. But it was just, uh, it was sad because I thought, I thought at the end of the day that we as a nation, we have a responsibility to, I thought it just said the, the wrong message towards um, survivors that the country's willing to put someone on the Supreme Court accused of this and you know it kind of like, just feels like they have your back like you know like if you go through something that and you're you're supposed to feel like okay like i'm coming out with this yeah. and i'm gonna come out on the end like a stronger person because i'm you know i dealt with this and now i want to like let it be known and then it happens that like everything that you fought so hard to like you know push push through on is kind of just like eh, whatever like he's still gonna and uh, yeah no, no one's like you're like well, but it's just it's hard it's it's hard because you know, there's nothing to like help support her her argument, which kind of sucks. But uh, and and the sad thing is, it's something that um, I think there there are situations where clearly yes, there's sexual. So I also think there are situations where there's miscommunication. Mm-hmm. But these things, I, I don't think a lot of people realize that these things really do happen. Like mm-hmm. I was speaking to mm-hmm. uh, I was speaking to a, a friend of mine um, from school. Just last night, actually, and she opened up to me about a situation that occurred um, while we were same school we, we all attended, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, where you know it could be labeled as sexual assault, um, and it was just like yeah. I one hundred percent believed her, mm-hmm. and it, it was just like wow, you know, it's just at the at the school we went to, and people our age, like it's it's um, it's something that that's troubling. I'll tell you, like a lot of people have had things happen to them and either one don't know that those mm-hmm. things happen to them or two are like too afraid to say something about it so you know there's people that we probably see every single day and something you know yeah. has happened to them oh, and they yeah. just aren't you know able to come forth and say it from fear or whatever the case is so exactly yeah it's just unfortunate um so yeah i mean i guess uh yeah it, it puts it puts emphasis on the terms in terms of just like where I think everyone should, you know, vote a certain, a certain <laughs> way. <laughs> I can't specify. No, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to specify, but you know, it just it tells you it tells you how important your vote is, um, and in terms of the direction the country is moving. Yeah. Um, and then another thing, I guess, just to follow up on on that, but like it's it's related. Um, Mr. Mr. West um, visited uh, the Oval Office this week. Um, I got a chance to touch on the last topic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Just my bad. Went off. I'm gonna I'm I'm let you. I'm gonna let you rock out. <laughs> I'm gonna let you rock out for a little bit. Um, you wanna put your two cents? No, I mean, I just think in most situations, it's like girls are probably truthful. <laughs> Guys are nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, there's probably definitely some truth to what I don't even know what happened. Like I was working a lot the past couple of weeks, but I do just feel that. Most more often than not, guys do stuff that, whether consciously or subconsciously, that are very that can create more than uncomfortable situations. Right. And I think with in his case, uh, it was young. They were young, and the fact that it's coming up now, it definitely just seems like an opportunistic kind of thing, it does. It which does. is unfortunate. Because it kind of takes away from the sanctity of it all, it does, right. which I feel is the the, the biggest fall away. And from I think all that's why this. I was so like 
because it's big because it's like you choose this moment to come forth and all that but yeah it takes away i such, guess you know it takes like i'm not even like i'm not saying i doubt but like i completely believe her yeah. and, and another thing they're trying to persecute this guy because i'm not 100 percent sure but i pretty like from hearing water cooler commentary there is a toss there was other people that were like accused to be there that said like it was it was me like i did that like right i'm almost I hear that. Almost, certain, i think like, two other yeah, people like, said, said that like, they did like, it yeah yeah so th- that being out there just makes it seem like the true perse- persecution on this person and mm-hmm. his personal politics which i don't necessarily know his politics or follow the politics behind mm-hmm. it just seeing this case and like the sexual harassment aspect of it i mm-hmm. hate to see but i definitely do feel that it takes away from the women that like are in current situations yeah. and i mean i'm not trying to take away from her like she like i don't I, mean, I don't know what she was hoping to gain from the situation in all honesty because it just seems like i don't know if she was trying 30 to years gain later, anything i think she was just trying to like let it be known that this is the kind of person that you know might be in the situation or something no but like i'm not sure but from what i was hearing like she wanted to stay anonymous but like the political the politics um, behind it made her come out which then made it a bigger thing about her personal that's why when she went on the stand she kept throwing a bunch of i don't knows yeah because she wasn't really trying to get that far yeah it I was see. more of just like a knowledgeable kind of thing I but see. the whole politics behind it and then i think that just takes away from the next girl who does have an actual complaint against someone and more often than not i i generally believe the girl guys are nasty <laughs> nah, dude, dude's move. yeah dude, not really like Man. real talk like you'll like and we know we know like we know the locker room i'm gonna just label it the locker room sports. locker room banter that i, I don't um, play sports i don't know <laughs> i don't know what this locker room banter you speak of that that guys using stuff but the way i would i sort of look at it is that you know um, you really don't know how your friends and, and people who are, who are, you don't know how they really are moving behind. They'd be like, they'll, they'll talk or, yeah, you know, I hung out with her. I did this X, Y, and Z. And you like, you know, you know, just knowing the male culture is always to give them some sort of props. Right. And, um, again, you don't know what, what, what people are doing behind closed doors and how they're truly, how they're truly, um, moving and acting. But to your point, like, I do agree with your point in the sense that I think it wasn't, she wasn't looking for, I don't think her, uh, her goal was, you know, to get some sort of, like, this wasn't a criminal trial, right? No. She wasn't looking to have this man arrested or put behind bars. Persecuted. No, it was, it was just, you know, she, and she said it beautifully in her opening statement. She believed that this was her civic duty. Um, so she looked at it like. You know, I like you know. I just want to show you who who this person uh, who this person was. Or I, I think that's still be. pointless because it's not like 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 I said. I, I don't know too much on the too much backstory, but you said he was already a, a highly positioned judge. It's not like he yeah. wasn't doing his thing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. she's a doctor, so it seems like she was doing her thing. They both um, and both and that, It's not to take away from what happened in the past, but I just don't like the way this. Terrible, most most likely truth has come to light, mm. and the implications that it has added to our already troubling male female dynamics in professional environments. I, I, I um I coincide with that. Yeah, I too. <laughs> um, but uh, alright, so moving moving the uh, moving the docking along. Um, so Mister Mister West uh came to the came to the Oval Office. Um, I guess it was a luncheon scheduled with him as well as uh, 
was the football player that was with the Bills with him? I don't know. I've been working a lot lately. I feel, I, feel so, I feel so bad. Um, sheesh. Why, why am I not recalling? I didn't even know somebody else. Jimmy. Jimmy. Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Sorry. Yeah, Jim Brown. Yes. Yes. Jim Brown. Um, legendary football player. Uh, was a civil rights activist. Joined uh, Kanye West with a sit down for a lunch in with uh with um President Trump, but uh, I'm just gonna report it. I'm not I'm not putting my opinion in it yet, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it seemed it seemed that you know before the lunch actually happened, you know they had some sort of I guess press conference or just uh, uh Kanye just talking to the president, mostly mm-hmm. Kanye talking to the president, where uh, Kanye runs through. Uh, a bunch of things that he's finding um, in the world is everything from, uh, from um, I guess how African Americans are treated to um, you know mental health to um, him pitching the president the I Plane One to him um, talking about how much he loves Trump and how much uh, Hillary uh, how he couldn't relate to the Hillary I'm with her campaign. Um, he, he seems to go through a quite a long uh, list of different topics in uh, a span of about ten to fifteen minutes. And most of it, I would classify as a rant. Um, so, just thoughts on Mr. West? Is he canceled? Is he, uh, you know, what's going on here? You want to? You want to? You want to? Oh, no. Okay. Um. <laughs> so with me. Just personally, um, I have absolutely no problem canceling people. Like I just doesn't like, I don't doesn't you know affect me in any way. You can be cut up real quick. Um, and I think that with Kanye, I I don't even know how long ago this started, but his whole like like downfall from yeah. like you know um, from the very beginning of it, I kind of just was like turned off from him, and this was kind of just like. Might have been on last straw. I think like, a cake. Yeah. Um, I think that, like, Kanye's, like, position, um, not even just to, like, the black community, just to, like, any community Society that, like, follows him. Yeah, like, music, um, fashion, African-Americans, like, anything mm-hmm. that, like, we look to Kanye, you know, to be a part of. I think his position <clears throat> is just too um, high to be so, like, irresponsible. And I think that, like... Um, I don't want to speak for everybody, but for me personally, the way I view Donald Trump and, you know, his, his whole thing, I think that him as a leader doesn't really represent us well. And I think that he doesn't, um, you know, like when account for like everybody that he's supposed to be representing. And I think that he says things that are really offensive. I think that he, um, does things really impulsively without thinking about the, the end result. And I think for Kanye to be so openly supportive of him and all that he does and all of his, like, you know, actions, I think it's just really irresponsible and I just can't be for it. Um, to be fair, I did not watch the 10 to 15 minute yeah. thing that you're talking about and I just kind of didn't want to. I just didn't really. Like <laughs> I just didn't, I, you know, I kind of just didn't want to even bother. Give I it think. any attention. I didn't at all. And I think that a lot of, outside of Donald Trump, a lot of things that Kanye does is for attention. I think he loves that people speak about oh, yeah. him and I think yeah. he loves to be the topic of discussion and I just don't want to be a part of like giving him any more uh you know attention so that's just my thing 
know. Jeff, you want me to go or you want to go? It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I, I would say that, and I'm, I'm with you, that, that's the way I've kind of viewed it. You know, not, um, Kanye West, I haven't really tried to pay much attention to because I see that this guy clearly, that's that's what he loves, that's what he's seeking. I'm just, I'm more, I, to me, canceling, yeah, sure, we can cancel him. But at the end of the day, I'm still going to listen to his album. Just because I do like Kanye West music, that's just I like his music from uh, the college dropout. Mm-hmm. What he does with his politics—that's his personal views. I don't think he should make them. Um, not even that. I think he should just be careful with how he sort of uh, positions himself. Mm-hmm. I think that from watching from watching the clip, my my issue with him is not that you know I know people are. They're Trump supporters, right? Mm-hmm. They're African Americans who are Trump supporters. My beef with you is, are you sure you can be a Trump supporter? You know, that someone, Donald Trump was someone who was celebrated by the hip hop community Absolutely. before he ran for president. So there's a friendship there. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you, you know, it, it, I don't know, I don't know the deep roots of your friendship. So I'm not, who am I to sort of judge you off of that? Mm-hmm. But what I will make judgment of what would be that rant and just like the topics covered. You're going to the White House, right? Um, to sit down with the president. And you're presenting or you're, 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 you're saying that we're going to discuss these important issues of race. We're going to discuss these important issues of incarceration, um, sentences, uh, you know, mental health. These are serious things that people face mm-hmm. in everyday life. And I thought that he just sort of approached it in a way that just didn't even make any sense. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even like, he was all over the place, like just trying to connect dots that weren't connected and intertwined. Um, he was just rambling. Um, it clearly, he, it, it was, honestly to me, I, the best way I can sort of describe it would be he, he was tap dancing. It was, it was entertaining. The rant was entertaining. I would suggest watching it because I did find it interesting. I did laugh. I absolutely, I watched it twice, and I laughed. But I felt like it was the the, and I hate to use the word, it was the Negro tap dancing for the white man. Mm-hmm. That's how I viewed it. Um, Sound like your your friend Don Lemon. I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Don Lemon had very similar. Um, I think exact same thing. Similar points. Similar point. Um, he called it. I forget what it's what it's called. He used a different word. Um, but same, same sort of viewpoint where that's really what it was. It's like, you have all these, um, predominantly the white house right now as it stands is, is, uh, is is a white uh, institution. You have all these, um, people and, you know, it's just the, the black man pretty much entertaining them. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's like, you're, you're sort of making a mockery of all these different topics. So it was just like, again, I have no issues with you being a Trump supporter. I have no issues with uh with you visiting the white house but when you do you know make sure you're able to have clear concise um have have your have your thoughts make sense you know right. it, it's just it was all over the place kind of like it's like, it's like a fangirl or something yeah <laughs> yeah you know it was I, I i did like it though i did like it like if you think about what's going on in the white house and you think about what's going on yeah, just what's going on in DC. It's like, man, this this would be a great Netflix show. Like, it, all all jokes aside, like if this wasn't like real life but stuff, isn't that <laughs> just like kind of just so, ugh, like like you said, like um, bad. Yeah, it's just like African Americans. I think 
not you know all of us, but yeah. I think generally like they were cool with Donald Trump. Like if he would do things outside of like presidency, um, before any of this began, like it was like oh whatever Donald Trump, like yeah. you know. And then like once it became real, like he was running for president, it's kind of just like oh this is not really what we like. Is it, I think like, I, it wasn't even just like I just we we weren't open to his political views before, so I don't think it was like if Donald Trump right. came saying a whole different had a whole other agenda. Because this is someone who's flip-flopped from being a Democrat, Republican, Republican, Democrat, mm-hmm. donated to every single person, you know, whatever the case may be. But this is someone who's like, his agenda that he ran on, um, he's got a strong base, and it's uh, it's a, you know, I'm picking my words very, mm-hmm. for political reasons, <laughs> I pick my words very careful now. Um you know he's got he's got his base, but like he was still he still was offensive to a great majority of the country, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people don't realize still that. And I was looking at the numbers. Election day is, is coming up. Midterms are coming up. Um, Donald Trump's uh, approval ratings in the last poll was forty one percent. I don't want to butcher these numbers, but his was for sure forty one percent. I want to say Barack when he was at midterms. I want to say forty four. I want to say George Bush was at forty two percent. Uh, but all within the same sort of scope of approval. So while we're all saying how much uh, liberals are saying, how much they disdain or dislike Donald Trump, and it seems, especially coming from New York... The numbers aren't showing that. The numbers yeah. aren't showing at all. And, like, if the elections... If, I, if, if the presidential elections were held today again, I think Donald Trump... Uh, I think Donald Trump would win again. Um, but, you know, it, it's... It's it's scary times. It definitely is, to say the least. Boy, <laughs> Jeff is over there. Deep thought. Jeff, nah. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know why people give us so much time and effort mm-hmm. and thought at all. Like, you know, I'm a huge Kanye fan, like from way back. Still and one of the Yeezys. Yeah. Still <laughs> one of the Yeezys. Uh, haven't seen any that I like come out. Okay. <laughs> the last ones that came out didn't have my size. Otherwise, I probably would have caught. Okay. Um, but still gonna listen to Yandy. Sorry to cut you off. Um. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. I I don't understand how I don't. I don't two things you guys said it a lot. The thing like canceling someone. I don't understand how you can cancel like a like a human being. I don't. I, mm-hmm. I don't understand that concept. Like conceptually, I don't understand how that works. Mm-hmm. So I'd like one of you guys to explain that to me. Well, for me, um, like I'm canceling an artist or canceling like a a brand or something, mm-hmm. like. I, as much as I would have supported them, I will not anymore. Like, I will not, I might listen to the music, like, if it's, you know, I might listen to it, but I won't, like, like, talk about my support for them or do anything relating to them or I won't, like, buy his clothes, I won't buy his shoes, like, I just won't. All right. I won't. Okay. I I think I get it. I don't think I've canceled that. There's not like a, I, I can't, I don't have a button that's like, he's gone forever in my life and there's no, I won't have any association, but I just... The amount of support that I would have given them, or attention mm-hmm. that I would have given them, I will no longer do that. All right. So. Yeah, I canceled. So then, yeah, I canceled H and M. I look at y'all like. <laughs> yeah, H and M. A lot of people canceled H and M. I ain't yo, that, that yo, man, them, them slim fits is only thirty beans. H&M, like that was an H and M Europe ad, like. <laughs> yeah, it like, like, wasn't even the U S. Nah, like that's for real. I did not like, cancel H and M. Like it, people just it was, it's people. I just think that our culture, and I, I'm very like. I'm not on Twitter or anything like that, but I just feel like people be quick to cancel something just because mm-hmm. like, I think, I think it's tw- fun to do. I think that's the thing. It's, 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 um, fun, to, it's fun to cancel. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I know people just be 
canceled. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. and then just goes and, and follows too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm like, I hope they with Kanye and his whole like, uh, I'll say venture off from the arts. Um, I'm not, I'm, I'm not about it at all in any aspect about it. Um, so I just don't pay attention to it. So I'm cool mm-hmm. with it, and it doesn't like. I, I I don't feed into it at all. So like people know I'm a huge Kanye fan, and nobody's gonna ask me, "Oh, what did he have to say about his like Saturday Night Live the other week? Yeah. What did he have to say about him at the Trump?" I'm like, nothing. I didn't see mm-hmm. it. I'm waiting for this album to drop. Like, I don't understand how like if something's bothering people so much, mm-hmm. how do they still? feed into it and like yeah, follow it and know it about it. like and then they say that person's canceled and then like that's where i get confused how like people can say someone is canceled but then still know everything they're doing that's the they're up to date <laughs> on why they're canceled oh they're canceled because last week they did this that and the third but they've yeah. been canceled since six months ago right yeah so then it's like you're like, not really like you're letting like negativity like i don't see i don't want to say negative negativity i'll say you're letting like bad energy consume yourself and i'm like i don't i don't I, I don't do that so like all his like political stuff like from the time i think he put on the like the maga hat and not just like wearing it i like, actually explained his nonsense like mm-hmm. his nonsensical rationale for why he put it on i'm like oh nah homie bugging mm-hmm. he wallin but like <laughs> those kicks that come out in three weeks are fire i'm gonna still cop because like like i don't like i don't you can, i can i can separate the two and like i'm not gonna feed into all that like extra silliness and like especially and then like going like a step further it's like homie said he's like gone through like medical like his like mental health is off the Mm -hmm. off the wall whether Mm -hmm. he's on meds off meds i don't think he knows whether he's on the meds or off the meds or not and i just think like you you can't really take too much of what he's saying like you got to take it with the grain of salt it's like you got somebody telling you yo i'm crazy I'm and then now listen to my explanation yeah. on politics. I'm crazy. This is what we should do to fix the world. I'm and then people are really sitting there listening, like spending bipolar. spending time to like and investing their thought and energy into what this crazy person is saying. It's like, no, you don't let the crackhead down the block tell you who you should vote for. Yeah. Like, what if what if people like I don't understand what people are doing and how they let like that bother them like I think to like, such an aspect because it's like people are looking for the negativity in their life to fulfill them somehow. Like, I think like my thing about canceling is like if you're gonna do it, just do it and just yeah, have it happen. Like, like your cancellation. Don't like every time Kanye wears the MAGA hat, you're like. Why is he yeah. wearing like just, see what he doing. if you don't care, you don't care. <laughs> and you won't like, you know, just leave it like that. If that's not something that you wanna like put energy towards, then don't, don't. exactly towards. exactly. That's my thing. Like I like I'm kinda just like, you know, done with Kanye and I'm done with Kanye. Like I'm not yeah. really gonna be like you're not checking. I'm not exactly. I'm not looking for him. I'm, I'm like, done with Kanye. If I see something, if I see the shade room posting about Kanye, like I might, I might just watch it and keep pushing. Like I'm not about to comment. I'm not about to share with everybody. Like yeah. I just don't care. Like it just is what it is. Like I don't know. Like especially because I do enjoy Kanye's music, but I'm not like a huge Kanye fan, so mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be like so affected by it that like mm-hmm. you know I have to always comment on it. Or I have to always let it like you know. Be yeah, on my yeah. be on my brain. Like I'm just gonna, you know, leave let it, it be. Like, yeah. There's so much that happens in the world that you don't know about if you don't like tap into it. Like yeah. there's terrible, there's mad things going on in the world that like our energy would be much it'd be much healthier to put energy towards mm-hmm. that people don't. Mm-hmm. And then like you're like so then back to Kanye visiting the actual White House thing. I saw a couple of clips on it because they had like CNN on like in my like break room. Yeah. Um, 
It didn't even seem like it was a conversation with the guy. It just seemed like it, he was, was it just seemed like he was screaming, <laughs> and then <laughs> like he he was just screaming, oh and then it just seemed like uh, you yeah, Trump, Trump, like kind of like what you said. It seemed like there were talking points, like pre-established. Trump, Trump kind of looked like he was like I don't Trump know. Trump was like Trump looked at him like wait no nah, I, I thought this I thought he was just like, no like, Trump was, no, <laughs> to me it was like Trump was like this is going perfectly according to plan. <laughs> Trump just sat there like yes thank you exactly like yes. It looked like they were oh predetermined God, talking so points, silly. and it was like, Kanye, we need you to touch on this, that, and the third. We're going to have these news corporations in the room. We're going to be sitting across on the desk, oh and we're going to let you go. You got 20 minutes. With the red light in the background, yeah. you know that your time's almost up. My go. favorite part was the eye, the eye playing one pitch. Like, I, I think he said we needed a... I, I, the things I saw that were that stuck out, he said we need to have like... The flyest, the freshest, flyest president. Yeah. He needs a new plane. Oh, um, I, the one thing that he did say that made sense was like... Uh, <laughs> that made sense. Like, he's the president, and then, like, we're making... If, if we make him look bad, like, it makes, like, us as a yeah, country yeah, yeah, look bad. Yeah. It definitely makes sense, because it's like, we're fighting... If he looks bad, we look bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not even... Not even... I don't even think that, to that extent, like... The way I said it, it's like... The constant berating and bashing of him mm. just makes us look dysfunctional okay. as like a country, so to speak. You know what I mean? I mean necessarily like he could look bad and be like we could have like we've had like necessarily bad presidents like on the global aspect, but that yeah. worried. But it's not like there was a constant berating between them yeah. and the people. Yeah. Constantly throughout their presidency. It you know makes what I other mean? countries look at us kind of like silly. Exactly. Like, even like with Barack, like there were heads who were against Barack the whole time, but it definitely course, did course, die yeah. down the whole time. It didn't become anything more than maybe us. It didn't become anything too much more than normal political oh, talk. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you sprinkle a little bit of racism on top, mm. but other than that, it wasn't too out of the norm. But mm. like this is just constant, like constant all the time it not, bashing. It it's just like yo, all. like get over like the election's over like it's still still happening yeah yeah. so that like that in that aspect of it just makes us look dysfunctional from the outside absolutely but from everything else that was like gibberish yeah (laughs) and even that i still feel like he might not have even thought of that concept that far thought out Mm. he might have just been chatting and i'm applying yeah you're 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 giving him more yeah i feel like i'm applying a little bit more knowledge to that part but most of it, like, I didn't, I don't, I'm not looking for Kanye for my political views. I'm not looking for his opinion on mm, politics. Course, like, I never did, and I don't think I ever will, especially considering all his recent shit. But it's like, why are people going to celebrities that have proven themselves unfit to comment on certain topics mm-hmm. for commentary? Mm-hmm. You shouldn't, you shouldn't make your heroes or, or just, like, base your ideology off of what celebrities and just people, people you don't genuinely know. Like, you shouldn't, you know, base your your political views or your thoughts of how the world and society society works based off of celebrities. celebrities. I think people put too much on celebrities yeah. and forget that they're regular folk too. Exactly. But I think to be fair, um, you have people that you idolize, like everyone does. Yeah. And when you when you see things in them that you Okay, maybe not idolize, but you are fans of people. Like there are people yeah. that you are fans of. Mm-hmm. And when you see things in them that you might have not expected or you might have just like Disagree with there are things that you might just disagree with. It kind of does tamper your like. Nah, that's when you have to be an adult and mature and responsible for yourself. I mean, definitely. I idolize Kanye in a lot of aspects, right? But like, there's a certain point when it's like, okay, well, no, that's not for me. But then I I don't know. I think it's hard as as a human to like like, separate everything, every aspect. You separate the music, you separate the politics. It's hard to do that, like. 
them them being an artist is not just the artist. Like I don't know, there are things about them that make you more that, intrigued. No, I'm them. saying that there's more than just Kanye's music that draws me to Kanye. Like yeah. personality, like the self perception, the self proclamation, mm-hmm. um, the self representation, like all of that. The way like mind thought to matter over the years I do respect and I like but there's also been times that I was just like against Kanye like mm-hmm. even in terms of like I've loved all of Kanye's like outbursts and like let's say like rude stuff he's done like because mm-hmm. I find myself to be kind of rude then it's also like operating like seeing Kanye operate as an asshole for so long I've just learned that like I have to tone myself down because operating as an <laughs> asshole in that like facet all the yeah. time it's just not it's not healthy for human relationships Yeah, and I'm not the celebrity with all that like all that machine behind me and all that money and all that people need me for other stuff and I can't do that. Yeah. And like, I'm not saying that everybody has to have that mentality, but like, we're a, like, you're an adult. You're, yeah. you're, you're your I own mean, person. I, you're I, your I, own I, being. I and that, that you yeah. should be able, if you're going to be idolizing someone, you should be able to like, know what you're idolizing. Yeah, and I then agree. like, control what you're idolizing and replicating. I agree. And then like, agree. that's on the person. Like, you can't blame like, like, these are, like, celebrities are regular folk. Like, they grew, like, those are regular ass people. They put on their pants legs one leg at a time, just like us. Yeah. Like, there's no reason that you think that they do this, so you have to do everything that they do. Like, they yeah, be fucking exactly. up, too. Like, they're normal people. Yeah, don't be, don't be putting other people on the pedestal. Nah, that, that's... that's and that's the part that gets me. Like, people put Kanye on this pedestal. It's just like, all right. Now that he's all right, now guys. Not people can't person. people can't rationalize that he's not that person you thought he was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, how could he do this? Oh my god, he's a human being, guys. <laughs> we all make mistakes. All right, he's he's gone. Like, leave it alone. He's messed up. Get over it. Nah, you you one hundred percent correct. Um, so that said, uh, any any closing remarks or it's getting cold out. Get your keys. <laughs> It is. It's getting cold out. <laughs> I feel like the way it works is there's like three weeks of fall and then it's just winter. Winter. That's just, I was just thinking about that. Like no, earlier fake, this it'd be week. Fake winter. Earlier this week, it it'd was like winter, good it was, weather. Yeah, yeah, it was like 80 degrees earlier. It'd this be week. fake winter because the snow don't come till after like New Year's. That's and it'd be true. New, that then it'd be true. snow till New Year's till like March, March April. Yeah. Like, I feel like <laughs> yeah. it's winter part one, winter part two. I think like, winter these past is couple the years. season that drags out the longest. Like oh, it yeah, takes yeah, yeah. the longest. Like, it's like eight oh months. my god, yeah. But it is definitely getting cold. It is. Yeah, um, get your hoodies out. Hoodie season, tech season. A lot of music came out this weekend. I spent my whole Friday night. It was. Great, it was um, listening to music. I was in the car just now thinking about how a lot of music, just in general, came mm-hmm. out this year. Like, I think every artist oh, that yeah, we this know of, like, came out with music this year. This like, it's just really crazy. Music year. We're waiting for Kendrick. I feel like he's, he's got he's to gotta drop something. Oh, he's, no. He's he's the only thing that matters for the rest of the year is Queen Rihanna taking oh, over yeah, we need the rest of We're getting she two. Would, like, we don't need one. Like, we need one, but we're getting two. Just be prepared. Okay. Mm, regular, he's regular R&B then you got the dance hall Rihanna <laughs> I'm looking forward to both yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm already saving money going to the concert for sure that would be interesting I would, I, I would look forward Rihanna's to taking over the rest of the year 2018-19 she's about to be a mogul she's taking over guys is she not already a mogul I think she wants to take over like everything that's like, what I'm saying like, she's <laughs> taking over everything like everything like she took a she took a step away from music to take over the world world 
and she really liked Fancy, it. Fancy her yeah. philanthropical stuff. She's an ambassador for Barbados. Mm-hmm. Like really? She, she yeah, she's like an official like political government mm-hmm. position. Yeah. Oh, and she got mm-hmm. fancy makeup, fancy lingerie, fancy like just regular apparel. Oh god! <laughs> she already had she already had music on lock. She's like about it. she's killing it. Just wait for the music to come back. Oh, go Rihanna! Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, now, a lot of, a lot of dope projects are out. Um, and yeah, so just stay stay bundled, stay bundled up. Mm-hmm. Um, stay yeah. cozy. Just stay cozy. Uh, we like to just thank Chanel for just kicking it with us. Yeah. Woo uh, Chanel! Thank you guys. I had fun. This is cool. I love to conversate. So. Converse. It's converse. Wait, is it converse? It's converse. I love to converse. I love to converse. Converse. Yeah. So, thank you. Thank and we're you learning things. Yeah. <laughs> Yay, learning. You learn something new literally every day. But you know what though? I actually heard like a couple yeah. years ago, conversate was added to the dictionary. I'm, I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised. I am like certain that I heard this. There's words added to the dictionary well, every you know year. What? Let I, me know, just, I know Biggie used use like ain't is in the dictionary. I heard this. Like I'm, I feel like this is the thing. What did you say? Ain't, ain't is in the dictionary. Ain't, ain't, oh, ain't. It's a contraction, it's but they don't not. know what it contracts Look at down this. to. In the New Oxford American Dictionary. Conversate means to engage in conversation. Okay. All right. so there you go. I mean, I, I knew I was a That was definitely added in the past 10 years. I my think mom it was used to smack me every time I would say conversate. No, like, I, I heard word. that they added it, so I'm going to use it now. So. Okay. Right. <laughs> you can use your new words. I'm going to stick to my old words. Oh, words. yeah. Old fashioned. Yeah. Um, so, this has been another episode of the Black Wall Street. And once again, guys, we thank you for listening. Thank you.